Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions, and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. And the more common reason for no sperm is in fact that the production line has failed. That for reasons that we don't understand yet, although more and more we're appreciating that this is a genetic aberration that's causing these problems. There are deletions on the male chromosome, the Y chromosome, and that Y chromosome deletion leads to the failure of sperm cells to develop. When we look at these men, they generally have small testes. They tend to be hard, like a marble, rather than the soft, normal testes. And when we do the hormone levels, it becomes pretty obvious pretty quickly what the problem is, that the production line is not working. The pituitary gland sitting in the brain talks to the testes all the time. It's telling it to produce sperm. When sperm isn't being produced, the pituitary gland produces more and more hormones in the hope of stimulating the workers in the factory to keep working, but to no avail because bits of the production line are not there. So for those men, really, it's nothing we can do can improve the situation. They will end up with donor sperm. There are men who have apparently abnormal sperm production where when we do a testicular biopsy, we actually find occasional sperm. One example of this is the XXY male. So this is what's called Klinefelter syndrome. And that male, although he has low testosterone levels and his pituitary hormones tend to be elevated, if we do the microdissection I was describing before, in about 50% we can find sperm. So there is still hope in that group. The important thing if you have azospermia is to be properly investigated. Don't just assume it's, it's incurable. Your specialty, the specialists who understand this, the CREIs that I talked about before, and urologists, male uh, doctors who have a special interest in fertility understand this and are capable of undertaking the biopsy work that I was talking about. So see an expert. Don't just accept what you're general infertility doctor says about oh you need donor sperm for many there is hope in the other categories of sperm reduced sperm production if it's less than five million per mil let me sorry let me put that in perspective uh, 15 million is the bottom of the range for uh, sperm concentration to produce a normal radiancy we talk about severe uh, oligospermia which is less than five million we talk about moderate between 5 and 10 million and mild between 10 and 15 million. In all of those groups, spontaneous pregnancy is possible, but as you get lower numbers, the chances get less and less. 
if you have a count of less than 5 million, there's probably less than a 2 or 3% chance of a pregnancy in the next 12 months. And these are people that need to be helped. Again, proper investigation is important. We need to exclude things that might be impairing sperm production. Varicose veins uh, can cause this var varicosities around the testicle. An ultrasound will show us that. Now, ultrasound is also important in investigating all these cases because when, as soon as you get mild or moderate or severe or azoospermia, there is an increased incidence of, of tumours of the testicle. So we need to exclude that. But in most cases, apart from the Y deletions I was talking about earlier in a very small percentage of patients, we, we really do not find a cause in the vast majority. People talk about wearing loose underwear, avoiding saunas. Um, the scientific evidence is not supportive of any of that. So when we in, once we've investigated, and as long as there's sperm there, with the technique of intracytoplasmic sperm injection, ICSI, we can produce the same rate of pregnancy as long as we've got one good sperm per egg. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.